When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining us on this week's Tribe Supper. Uh, now we know it's the playoffs, I'm joined by Phil and Vic to discuss the teams who Borough could be playing, uh, who we'd want to play, and the, uh, the possibilities going into the last day of the season. Um, Derby, Brentford, Ipswich or Wolves, any preference? Uh, I prefer Derby, uh, not just because we beat them twice, but I think that's a club that's got some serious issues behind the scenes. I mean, as we know that Stephen Claren has refused to rule out the fact that he might be going to Newcastle. Uh, there are strong hints from within the local press that the players have already been told he's leaving. I believe there's a, a restructure within the club and some senior figures uh, in the management are also leaving. Uh, he may be judging that it's the best time for him to get out is now because better the devil you know. And if there's a new regime, we don't know what kind of uh, uh, budget he might have to work with. We don't know what his target will be. And also, two years losing in the playoffs will probably be a black mark on his CV and if, if we know Steve McLaren we know that he very carefully nurtures his CV mm. I think all those things feed into a narrative at Derby that they're, they're not just wobbling I think in some senses they've, they've, they've lost the plot almost they've, they've gone obviously if you're in the playoffs you've got a chance but of all the teams in, up there they have the worst form and we have beaten them home and away quite convincingly so for me Derby. I think you look at Derby as well. You, you look at a McLaren team and you think they'll be solid, if not spectacular, going forward. Um, and they've conceded seven, is it, in two weeks against teams in the bottom eight, nine of the table. It's you know that if that's not an indication that everything they've built's gone out the window, then what is? How about you, Phil? Any? Well, yeah, it's. I really don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't really mind that much. I've got to be honest. When you look at the teams that we're likely to play. Um, at the moment, as it stands, it's Derby, isn't it? If the, if the positions stay the same after the final weekend, and I would take that. Um, Brentford, uh, Ipswich, I think Wolves have an outside chance, yeah, don't they? But yeah, it's, it's unlikely to, 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 to overtake the teams. I think I'm not concerned so much about the teams, I'm concerned about the away match, only in so much that wherever, wherever we go on the night or the afternoon, whatever it turns out to be, it's going to be a really intense, buzzing atmosphere. And um, if Borough can deal with that, like they have done on occasions, uh, you know, like particularly we think back to the, the match at Derby uh, and Norwich, they're the two great examples of where Borough have gone to, to, to teams and, you know, overcome a, a vociferous crowd and put in a performance, uh, particularly Norwich. Um, and yeah, you have to ride your luck a little bit in those situations, but. I think that's. I'm not concerned particularly about the place because I think you know why 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 worry about something you can't affect. But if Borough can perform well away from home, I'm not overly concerned about getting people back to the Riverside because I think Borough's record stands for itself. Mm-hmm. And um, fingers crossed, everyone will be fit going into that. Just about everybody, you know, George Fenn will be back from suspension. Um, the players themselves, you know, we can spend the next week or two, you know. Getting an ulcer worrying about it, but I, I think there's, I think there's a little point. Um, you know, but are now a playoff team. We know that, barring some mathematical miracle 
that would um, would have the stewards' inquiry <laughs> looking into it should it happen. And uh, I think it's probably worth you know just celebrating the fact that Borough have finished so high in the table. And I know that might fly in the face of the fans who were, and we're all disappointed naturally that we're not in the automatic promotion places, but. Um, we've got the second best thing, which is a, 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 tint, a, a tilt at the playoffs, and Borough's farm is pretty good at the moment. I mean, I, I love the idea of the playoffs. To be, mm. to be honest, it's something we've never done this as a club. We never made it through this this particular route, and the attraction of playing at Wembley and winning at Wembley for the first time, I, I think that's you know that is a really massive prize for the club. And obviously, you'd like to have a a Charlton-esque procession with 12 points clear and getting promoted in, in, in March. Uh, but it was never going to be like that in this division. And if it has to be through Wembley, you know, let's enjoy it. It's going to be a fantastic three weeks. You know, the, the, you know, every, every match now for the last two or three months has pretty much brought us to the verge of spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> I mean, we're getting used to it now, you know what I mean? So <laughs> let's keep it going and let's go all the way. I it's got, it's got to be it's got to be better going to Wembley than going to Chelsea to win throughout the playoffs, isn't yeah. it? Like Borough did in 1988 where you're lucky to get out alive. So uh, as, as far as playoff experiences go, I think it's a more pleasurable one now than the finals at Wembley. Uh, I, I do think it's interesting. I mean, you know, we haven't been here hmm. in, in a generation. Uh, the last time we were in the playoffs in this format was under Colin Todd. Uh, it fizzled out, it was very low-key, didn't really turn up, and it was almost like uh, we didn't. there was no sense of loss because we didn't really expect even to get there. But this is something we've looked at every year, you know, watched from outside, and the, the excitement, the drama mm. of, the, of the playoffs, and, and we know that the playoff final is usually the best match on television yeah. all year because of the stakes. And, you know, and I've, I've always quite been envious of the teams that have done it. We've never done that before, so for us it's a brand-new experience. There are teams in in the mix that have done it before. Derby blew it last season. Yeah, I mean, that'll be playing in their mind, surely. Gotta I be. think Norwich have been in the playoffs as well. I think Brentford came up via the playoffs mm. from the, the, the lower divisions. Uh, Ipswich have been in the playoffs, so they they will all have experience of that. Uh, maybe that'll make them blase. I don't know, but I, I do think you know it's a new experience, and I think we have to savour it. And if 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 it's successful and you go up. Surely it's the best way to go. I know, I know, like you say, a procession would be fantastic, but to take 30,000, 35,000 yeah. fans to Wembley, you can't beat that. Well, can I, I don't think, possibly apart from the League Cup final, I don't think there's another occasion <coughs> where you'll be able to take virtually half the stadium for your fans. No. Because it's not a game that the, 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 the suits from the FA Club England will yeah. be turning you up. Know, it's, force, it's, yeah. a game, it's a game where pretty much <coughs> you get the maximum amount of, of, of fans possible and that might never happen again you know even if Borough get to an FA Cup final you're lucky to get 20,000 seats for an FA Cup final so you know if Borough can get there and obviously we hope that naturally hope the win but the occasion itself will be a once in a potentially once in a lifetime experience back to the teams then sorry Vic who we, who we could be playing obviously you look Wolves I know it's a long shot so Brentford uh, Derby and Ipswich uh, and Norwich possibly in the final. We beat three of those teams away from home one nil. Obviously, that's a boost for for Borough. But will that have an adverse impact on the other teams? You know, when they come thinking about you know Norwich, for example, we haven't scored against this lot all season. Yeah. Derby. Uh, we've, we've I, I think people, uh, the other papers doing similar podcasts, will be saying we don't want Borough. Mm. That, that's uh, no matter what Borough fans think about our flaws and that. You just, you know, you just need to look at the evidence. We've beat Derby twice. We've beat Norwich twice. We've beat Brentford twice. Uh, Ipswich, if it's over two legs, well, we lost down there, but on aggregate, we, we, we won. So, I mean, they won't want Borough. That's the bottom <clears> line, I think. Uh, it is, 
the essence of knockout competition is, is uh, you've got to keep it tight. And that almost plays into Karanka's hands. Mm. I mean, for the away game, we're away first, we know that, that gives an advantage. Uh, a, a draw, narrow defeat, 1-0. I mean, you'd fancy Borough to beat anyone here. We've got the, the record going into the end of the season, 11 wins out of 12. That's, that's not, yeah. not a bad bit of momentum to take into a, the, the second leg of a knockout. We have the advantage of playing the second leg at home. Yeah. If there's any extra time and penalties, it'll be in front of a, you know 30,000 Borough fans because the away, the away allocation will be fairly small. All the elements are there if we take advantage. And, and that's what it comes down to. You know, we need the team to be ruthless. We need to, them to play in the way they have done at places like Norwich and, and Derby and against Wolves in the last couple of weeks. There can't be any slip-ups. Uh, but I'm confident that the size of the prize should motivate every single one of them because they all want to play in the Premier League. And it's down to them now to prove their quality. I had a glance at the odds earlier. Um, and Norwich are 2-1 to one favourites, Borough 9-4. to four. Having been Norwich twice and a point better, a point, uh, better off them than in the Championship, why, why will Norwich be installed favourites, do you think? I think it's probably the perception that they have had the... Had had the best momentum going into the playoffs. I don't know if that's true. And I haven't I haven't crunched the numbers, but up until we played them last the week before last, they were seen as the form team, weren't mm. they? They they been on a great roll uh, under the new manager. Um, they looked like the team that were going to steamroll the way through. Uh, but you know, I, I I don't take too much notice of the odds to be honest. I mean, last season Derby were the momentum team. Yeah. And and to be fair to them, they were the better team in the final, but they just couldn't kill off QPR, you know. And that's what it sometimes comes down to. If you're on top in a Wembley final and you don't score, you're susceptible to the killer late goal, which is exactly what happened. So, uh, you're right. I mean, why are Norwich, you know, shorter odds than we are? I'm not quite so sure. What do, do they deserve to be? Is it perhaps the closer to the capital? I don't know. Um, maybe it's because I suppose they've been a Premier League team more recently. I, I think they've lost fewer games yeah. than, than we have. I think they've lost three other yeah. since Neil, since since Neil arrived. And yeah. we probably lost six in that time. But they've obviously drawn more, otherwise they'd be above us. Mm. Um, Muzzy Carriol earlier this week signed a new deal uh, and Karanka kind of pointed to the fact that he could play a part in the, in the playoff push, the final game do you see him coming in and making an impact will he, will he have to, I mean obviously he's going to have to bide his time you would think and coming off the bench can he be a player who makes an impact in the playoffs I think, you, I think, he, I think he's a player who can make an impact, whether he will or not remains to be seen, I'm not sure he'll be in his first team plans at the moment you'd have thought he wouldn't have let him go out to Brighton for, for the best part of a month if, if, if he was going to play any, any meaningful part at Borough but Karank has pulled a few surprises out hasn't he I mean Adam Reach came from nowhere against Watford uh, sorry against Fulham mm-hmm. and uh, made a massive impact he's been out of the picture for a few weeks although we know that he needed a rest he was starting to look tired Carriol is the sort of player he is a, he's one of those impact players isn't he he excites the eye I know the fans really like him and um, it's good news that he signed a contract I think there was unfinished business with Borough and Carriol he was he was just starting to show last season, uh, before he got his injury at Bournemouth, that he was starting to listen to Aitor Karanka and um, buy into his methods. And there's no secret that they'd had their differences and that he was maybe finding it hard to adapt to, to the way Karanka wanted to do things. But there was genuine signs there that he was a player that he would... I think he'd have been involved a lot this season if he'd been fit because he just offers that extra dimension. And um, it's a real shame for him personally and for the, I think for the fans and for the team that he's been out for more than a year now. But it'd be great for him. I, I, do think the, I do think the feeling is within the club that he needs a full pre-season and we'll see the best of him. And that's interesting that 
that they've still got a lot of faith in him. But yeah, I think um, as I say, I don't think he'll start in the, in the in the first playoff game. But who knows? He could come off the bench and, and contribute or create something. And God forbid that that we are chasing the game in the second leg. That's the type of player who you want, isn't it, on the bench to turn to and say, you know, go on, get make a name for yourself, change the game. Well, it's a time for heroes, isn't it? Mm. I mean, uh, football's very often about surprises and fairy tales, and for him to suddenly pop up. You know, and and play a, a pivotal role in in at this stage would be fantastic, fantastic for him because he'd get promoted to the Premier League. Fantastic for us because we get the benefit of a, a player with genuine pace. I mean, real pace that terrifies defenders. And you know, we've seen it, uh, and it's, it's become a vague memory now because it's it's a long time since we've actually seen him play. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he is a player that could change a game in the same way that you know we, we imagine Vilshut would be if he was thrown on because he has pace. I think Muzzy is faster and has got a couple of tricks and he's willing to run at players. And uh, sometimes coaches don't like that cavalier thing because it throws their rigid shape out of, out of, out of kilter. But it, it is something that can change a match. So I mean, to have the, the prospect of having him on the bench, uh, maybe, maybe he, he has a role to play that could be significant. I think the thing is as well is that he, he, he hasn't just come back from injury now. He's been, recu- he's been, he's been pretty much fit um, since Christmas and his rehab has been built up slowly and slowly and you know he was playing reserve games under 21 games going back to January so we're now into the back end of April beginning of May you know he's he's not ring rusty anymore he's had a month at Brighton he's played some football he you know, we you know he's looked sharp on occasions. I don't think he's created a great deal. But talking to the guy down at Brighton, he was saying that's not his fault. He's been you know he's been productive. They just haven't taken the chances that he's provided for them. So it could be coming the ball nicely. You know, it, it's not like taking somebody from the trainers from from the from the um, from the physio room mm. who's who's still rubbing off the soreness of a sore knee or a or a hamstring. This is a guy who's been training. Day in day out, playing football week in week out, is is probably not as fit as he'd like to be, but he's not far off full fitness. Uh, while we're talking about kind of players who could make an impact, uh, I know you did a column Vic, looking about the, looking at the subplots of the Fulham game. There was that much that went on. I think one was Kike's goal and, and the impact he made when he came on. Phil, you say that in recent weeks you think he's been looking back to something? Yeah, I, to something I think I've started to see signs that he's really starting to settle into English football. I know. He hasn't started too often, but um, just in, just in recent games, I've started to think. Yeah, it looks as though he gets it a little bit more. I mean, he's always he's all for me. I, I like him as a player. There's no doubt about it. He hasn't scored as many goals as everyone wanted to wanted him to, including himself. And I'm sure Karanga thought he'd get between fifteen and twenty in this division. But I've you know we say it again. He's he's playing the final thirds fantastic. He's a, he's a genuine footballer. He's got. He's got great vision, he's got great passing. Yes, he's a bit one-footed, but there's a lot of strikers who are. Mm. But, um, you know, I, I, so, you know the, the, the goal, I think we talked about this earlier, his goal against Fulham was a genuine finisher's goal, wasn't it? I, I don't think he even looked where the net was. Creditors finish, yeah. knowing where the yeah. goal is. You know, and there's been signs in recent cameos that he, it looks, I mean, he might have to be our leading attacker next season, certainly for the start of the season, because Bamford's going to go back to where to Chelsea. Um, you know, and there's that awful period between the start of the season and the closing of the transfer window. He might be Borough's striker mm. for the first few weeks of next season. Who knows? So um, there are signs. He's, he's still not there yet. I don't think. But 
you know, he's got the attributes, hasn't he? Um, and I, I think it'd be a shame, having stuck with him so long, to, to write him off as a player now and to try and just get him out to the highest bidder in the summer. And he certainly seems to be a confidence player, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, and also uh, it may be a case that the weather's improved now. Um, maybe he was struggling with the, with the English weather, but I, I don't know. But, uh, technically, I think he's incredibly gifted. I think he does a lot of his work too far out of the box to be you know, to actually hurt teams. So that, that in that case, you're dependent on the movement of, of others around you. And we know that Borough haven't scored a lot of goals. Uh, but... I think he, he can play a valuable role in the team if, if harnessed properly and if he's firing. Uh, in terms of whether he can pop up and be the hero, you know, frankly, I don't care who's the hero. Yeah. And I've got, I've got Woody penciled in there to <laughs> head home the winner three minutes from time having come off the bench. And, you know, as I say, football fairy tales, you know, it, it's a time when players like Kike or like Adam Breach could, could uh, <coughs> redeem themselves with one moment of magic. It's a time when Carriol could come off the bench and actually say, you know, this is why I should be in the team and, and score the goal that gets to the Premier League. At, at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to care who scores as long as we, as long as we get the goal. And finally, oh, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say the thing with, um, with Kiki as well. What was interesting against Fulham was that Boston and Bamford both went into the game carrying knocks. Now, obviously, they were deemed fit to play, but I don't think anyone who saw the game would suggest that they were on full, you know, at the top of the game. It was noticeable that when Reach and Kiki came on, they looked sharper. And I think that's maybe where Aitor needs to maybe be box clever a little bit and realise it's, it's, it's been a long season, a long draining season. And maybe it's one of the reasons why Borough was slow out of the traps against Fulham was just they were genuinely starting to feel the pace a little Fatigued. bit. You know, they were terrific against Norwich. And I know everyone's going to say, well, it was over a week between the games. But you don't have to be much off your game for it to affect the whole team. And I think that that's one thing that could be crucial in the playoffs is using players at the right, you know, at their optimum moment. <coughs> excuse me, optimum moments. So, so talking about obviously kind of resting players and the importance of the full strength this weekend against Brighton, it's a huge game. Obviously, if, if nothing else, to, to ensure we finish third. But how important is it to to bounce back from that defeat against Fulham and go into the playoffs on a high with another win? I think it's a cliche, isn't it? But you want to go into the playoffs with a momentum you know and the, if you look at the bigger picture yes Fulham was disappointing but I, I, one of the things I take out of it is the fact that 10 men got it back to 3-3 three, three. that doesn't suggest to me that the team is lacking belief mm-hmm. so that, that was a great sign yeah it was a terrible outcome of course with the last minute uh, goal but the, the, the form Bruce's form has been pretty reasonably good going into the play and, and, and as you said getting a, a good result and a good performance against Brighton I think is you know, will be the ideal way to go in the playoffs. I, I don't see. I hope, hope I'm not wrong. I don't see it being a problem. They should be able to dispatch Brighton comfortably, and there's going to be a sellout crowd. Yeah, I think that's the important thing. Is you know, it's a sellout crowd, yeah. and fifteen thousand people who maybe don't normally go to games are going to be there. And they bought that on the premise that this was a promotion-seeking uh, team. And all right, it may not have been the promotion party that may have been in the script when they bought their tickets, but it still could be the launch pad to a fantastic end of the season uh, and I think the team have a duty to entertain those people and also I, I think uh, they have the onus is on the team to justify the, the faith that those people have shown and also make sure that they go away buzzing thinking you know this is realistic Let's get we need Teesside to be buzzing mm. for the, yeah, the second leg of the playoff and also if we go to Wembley we want to be going there with expectations high 
and with confidence, not thinking uh, as some people do. Oh well, we'll probably limp through it, and we might just. You know, we don't want to be thinking like that. We want to, we want Teesside absolutely buzzing because Borough have closed their normal season with a resounding win. Fantastic. This time next week, we'll know standing our way of a trip to Wembley. Thanks again, Vic. Thanks, Phil. Cheers. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.